0: Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness, with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network.
1: Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades, and now offers mentoring education programming and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs check out their plug and play options and join the brandex family today you plus brand X equals youth program success hello we're here for another youth fitness podcast, and we have the absolute honor of having Cristiano Starling on the podcast today. He is in the process of opening a gym, Starling Performance, in Berlin, but I'm going to let him tell you about his background since he is best to do that. But we really are excited to talk about the amazing things he's doing, <clears throat> and particularly with youth. So, Cristiano, Tell us a little bit about how you got into coaching, some of your history. Yeah, so I got into coaching actually quite early. Actually, a background quite similar to Jeff. First of all, thank you for having me here. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's
2: always good talking to you guys. But I have a background quite similar to Jeff's and like martial arts, right? So I started training quite, quite early. My, my family, my, all my uncles are black dogs in DJJ. I am Brazilian. So I started with Jiu Jitsu, Karate, and then I started training Kung Fu, the part of, of fighting from Kung Fu, like tournaments. And then when I was 17, about 17, I was already coaching like uh, classes. Right at 18 or 19, I did my first Brazilian championship I won. And I won four consecutive years. Yeah. And then I tried to. Get into the sports science university due to a cultural background that in Brazil, if you do sports, um, basically you die starving. <laughs> no. Uh, yes, it is. It's, it's uh, unfortunately back then. We're talking about what? Jesus, I'm old already. <laughs> no. Fifteen years ago.
1: <laughs> can't, can't use that
0: with can't us. can use that with us. <laughs> So yes, about 15 years ago, when I was getting to the university, it was not a, how can I say this? It was hard, to say the minimum. It was really hard, especially if you were coaching, in spite of the efforts, maybe, of
2: the government to support certain areas of fitness, like Olympic sports. It was really hard. Therefore, I went for engineering. And while doing engineering, I was coaching, coaching martial arts. And while I was doing engineering, I came across... I I dropped martial arts. was coaching martial arts, actually. And to get better in martial arts, I started CrossFit. Basically, just like everybody (laughs) from martial arts and CrossFit. when it comes to that, then I had the pleasure of meeting one of the first coaches in Brazil, actually, Uh, one of the guys that first started coaching me. He went to the U.S. to do the, the level one, level two blah and things and then I did my level one in two thousand and eleven in Brazil
0: and yeah therefore I started coaching in CrossFit back then level two when I came back from France in 15 yeah and ever since then I started CrossFit became my soul life and <laughs> yeah. yeah who was the coach <laughs> Actually, I forgot his name. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this is something extremely important because uh, um, I'm really yeah. bad with names. Actually, well, well, we had <laughs> uh, a, we had a, we had a. a thought the no, I think a Brazilian early on, Tiago. Tiago
1: Heck.
0: Heck come up from, and then he went to level one, level two, and he came to Across my Kids course, and he came and hang out, hung out at our gym for a I think few it was, weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was, it was like a week. And Do
1: you remember where he was from? Was
0: that? I thought it was Rio, but it could be. Yeah, like, okay. CrossFit
2: in Rio is like a sensation Yeah, right now, for what I've heard.
1: Yeah, so, he, was, but he this was, had it like a beach gym, like they worked yeah, down was, on the beach.
0: This was years and years and years ago. So I've lost contact. I've lost contact with him. I probably should reach out and try to. find Also, him. didn't
1: you take your own little foray down to Brazil yeah. was was when in, you were day, young?
0: I was young, sir. before you were born, <laughs> sir. Oh, you're playing your yeah, you playing, playing your age card. I think I you were was visiting. I think I was 13 or 14. So he wasn't even a twinkle in his parents' eye yeah. at that point.
1: <laughs> you were visiting Cristiano's grandparents.
0: Yeah, I, was, I was visiting I was visiting Cristiano's grandparents <laughs> in. <laughs> Yep. Yes. yes. It's a beautiful country, but it is a beautiful country and it's lovely welcoming people. I loved it.
1: And I I want you to know, I didn't miss the four national championships, we're going to come back to that later. Do you? Yes. That's amazing. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was just in Kung Fu, but I won more. I won big boxing. I won several martial arts different because I did, I did basically Kung Fu. And there's a guy that I need to cipher. Basically, I'm a coach because of my coach, my martial arts coach. His name is Pereira Gomez. And this guy changed my life. Even like when I first went to university, my family wanted me to stay at my city. And I had no money to pay for my bus. And he gave me the money to do my subscription. At the end. I, like I, I just went through a really, really difficult test and I went... I like. I got admitted in in a, one of the top three universities in my country, and my family said, "No, you you won't go to that city." The, this guy
1: literally gave me the money for my subscription in the university, gave me my bus ticket, and said, "Wow, go be happy, kid!" Wow, that's fantastic. Wow, that, and, that is uh, life changing. That is.
2: Yeah, and 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 way more than that. He, He was my family for me many times, and my safe space was definitely his gym.
3: And then this, this, and he is still coaching, actually. And one of my, my objectives, opening my own box is definitely maybe if he wants to bring him in. Hmm. Because I, I, well, I'm, for me, in my point of view, knowing his capacity, I'm just a shadow of the coach that he is in terms of. Ability to
1: communicate, uh, physical literacy, ability to communicate movement pattern, ability to commun- to to create a safe space, and so on and so forth. That's so interesting that you mentioned safe space because when we met at and safe space in your history, and and that being so important because when we met at Coaches Congress, you stood up to ask a question which literally made us cry about what you were doing. <laughs> Which I'll let you I'll let you talk about in a second, but that's what you have mentioned was create the, primarily before looking at athletics for certain youth. It was about a safe space, and and how do you ensure that for kids who've been through the worst horrors, right? Yeah. So that, that was part of your history is really really intriguing, Cristiano. Tell us tell us about that question. Do you remember the question? From Stockholm yeah actually uh, we were at Coach's Congress and that that's extremely extremely vividly for me Jeff was doing the, the, the Jeff was speaking you were in the audience and then Jeff was talking about the fact that the client is the, the kid the customer is the part the parents and I was like excuse
2: me sir <laughs> so how do I deal with kids how do I create a safe space for kids? When I can't communicate properly with the parents and Jeff looked at me <laughs> you know that <laughs> okay what do you mean and I was like yeah I have I have uh, 20 between 25 and 40 kids that are war refugees from Ukraine and they are just arriving on the trains and I, I am in a project which I, we are receiving the kids from the war and therefore I am responsible for doing the physical activities with them And that's the moment Jeff stopped me and said, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) That's a really exceptional case. I'll talk to you in the end. Yeah, but this has been something that filled my heart and has been filling my heart for still, because I'm still in touch with the teachers, even though the project has ended. But, and yeah, this is also something that I want to go back to when, when the box is up and running and putting again, Brand X method to apply with the kids because that has literally also changed my life. (laughs) Definitely. This, yeah. So, the history of the project, this project itself is, I had a client at the time, not a client, uh, a dude used to train with me, I used to do personal training with him, he's a really, really great, nice guy here from Berlin, he's an entrepreneur, I don't know if I can cipher his name, but I will. (laughs) His (laughs) name is Uwe Ortzmann, he's a, a the CEO, I guess, of a company called Project A, which is a VC company, venture capital company. And this guy, a great human being, I don't know to the the extent of what I'm saying, because at the time, I I don't question too much people on their personal activities or or regards. But basically, I think him and his associates, his uh, uh, partners, they basically, that I know, They emptied a whole floor on their company to host a school for the kids. And what they did, I don't know if they with the company. Well, it doesn't matter. But they hired an entire school, so all the teachers with meals, breakfast, lunch for these kids. And uh, yeah, and they, as he used to train with me, and he knows my background and uh, my way of being a little bit over over happy yeah. <laughs> and uh, he invited me to come and said yo bro you know what i have 40 kids that need a, a fitness coach Don't you want to do some want to come and just coach them I said yo man come me in definitely i'm in and uh, yeah
1: that's the basically the, the story of how i started working with the with the kids specifically i love that wow they, if the right people have the right mission so much can happen <laughs>
0: Just, I love that. Yeah, Can I step back? I want to step back to training kids and your martial arts background. Because one of the things that early on when we were doing, you know, we came out of the martial arts as well. And one of the early discussions and seminars that we were giving is that, you know, it's cool if kids leave our gym and they can squat well. But the real goal is... Is to develop kids who are strong resilient who have good character and those the, that's you know and, and and so often i find that martial arts instructors like they understand that like it's great to have a kid walk out of the gym who can defend himself but a kid who is or defend, has, you, or defend others but a kid who has good character so he can defend others is you know that's that's really the goal and one of the key points i find is that like the difference between a martial arts school that's successful and a kid's fitness gym is that in this customer-client relationship, when a customer, the parent, brings the child to the martial arts gym, they're bringing them there to learn the martial arts, but they are also bringing them there to learn discipline, long-term goal setting, character traits. And when they bring them to the gym, they're bringing them there to get an activity done and one of the things that i think that we were successful with and what we've tried to bring to the brand x method is this idea of you need to in, inform and educate the customer the parent that what we're doing here is teaching kids long-term goal setting resilience how to fail forward how to you know how to take a long-term goal and 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 plot your your way forward to those things and that those are the things that transcend The gym to transcend the the, you know the squat and the deadlift and the athletic ability, and that really help a child accomplish things in the in education and in the business world and things like that, and that's what we're doing. That's what that's what we're doing within the within the confines of the gym, and I think martial arts instructors get that so much easier than fitness instructors. (laughs) So.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's actually just, that's actually in our, in our business land. The whole idea is to have a social value and by having a social value that that's translated in, in uh, economic value. So yeah, definitely. And this is something even going to, to a dear friend of ours, right? So uh, this is something that I've learned and seen in CrossFit us with Christopher, Which is a big, big influence. Christopher Fair, in general, but in implementing the Brand X method. uh, um, So what I I've seen there is the talk. The first talk is with uh, it, it is definitely with the parents in terms of what are your expectations. Do you understand that the focus is your kid, not what do you want for your kid? So the kid will learn here with us a lot. Also, what as an individual, what they want for themselves. So if they don't want, if you bring the, the, your youngster, regardless of the age, and maybe th- that little intervi- individual doesn't want to do the activity, it's his right or her right to, to don't go through the activity because it's a safe space for them. And I saw this in practice and I saw how beautiful this can get. And, and also with the implementation of the Brandex method and the SOPs that come with this, like talking to the kids eye to eye, never being standing up and the kids in a lower level and so forth and so forth. All these one, two, three, four steps that you do that uh, literally put you in a confident, in a safe space with with the kid also creates a safe space because now talking about CrossFit, in a a CrossFit box or in a gym in general where you have people like me grounding and lifting weights, it's not necessarily safe or I would say women don't don't feel necessarily safe to train there. But a place that kids can train, and it is a safe space, and you have development for them, it's also usually a safe space for for women to train. To train, and, mm-hmm. and I saw this happening in, in CrossFit once it's U.S. And I and I see the correlation in between them, uh, in the fact that when you start establishing the communication, like you just said, Jeff. Of what is the social relevance? How am I communicating? What's the message that I'm that, that I'm passing through? What are the objectives of this message, and so forth? You are creating the basis for the development of the community as a whole around it. So,
0: yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I think, definitely, I think there have been gyms that went, you know, early early on. The idea of functional fitness was what you did in the gym should support what you did outside of the gym. And we took that to mean not only just, you know, that the squats and deadlifts and and sprinting that the kids did would translate to the to the, you know, to their to their sport or whatever activity they they wanted, but also that what they learned in the gym uh, as character lessons applied outside of the gym as well. And I think that at some point the idea of compete every day and became very insular this idea that we want to get good at what's inside of the gym, and that was a detriment to what you're talking about, because what we what we wanted was this inclusive place where families could come and everybody individually got better at things inside of the gym. But that was also going to help them hang out in the. I don't want to say hang out. It's going to help them, you know, have better, family, have, have, better family gym. have better family yeah. time. Have better family time and have, be able to be more active with their kids and to be all of those kind of things. So I really like the idea of this kind of focus on inclusivity and providing a space in which everybody could come in and then express their own, like this is what I need to accomplish here in the gym.
1: When you expand into things beyond the physical, it also be, it makes what you're doing more relevant over a long period of time. Because those social, psychological, what you might think of as soft skills are very, are in development, just like the physical ones over that long, you know, four, age 4 to 18. And if we're nurturing those, it gives us another layer to help kids grow. I mean, and it seems so obvious to say, but I think people miss it.
2: No, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, actually, I was even talking to Jeff about this, which is actually extremely interesting. Because we did an inquiry with a few people that we see, which are our role models or, or key clients or whatever you want to put this here, phrasing that they are important to us. What would it take for you to bring your kid train with us? What, what do you expect from it? And Jeff, the answer was way closer, as I said to you, to a, to a martial arts class then what is quote-unquote a fitness class for the kid so all the parents said my kid needs to be in an environment for kids not an environment for grown-ups first thing second thing i want my kid to learn discipline third thing i want my kid to learn skills and fourth thing my kid needs to be happy there needs to have fun so, so these four aspects were, and by the way, we asked both females and males, or both parents, or, or, and this is what, what came out. So I see that the future to go, regardless of how well or big the size of your gym, if, and this is the future of fitness, I guess, also for the coach, because what we need to do
0: in terms of coaching is also... So for coaching something relevant is to provide at least these four elements and these four elements are not Necessarily fitness related elements. These are social elements That you can develop them inside fitness inside fitness literacy, right? So yes, it is a bigger picture. Definitely This just echoes all of these echo things that like I mean almost that order is something that you have talked about Mickey's talked about forever and the idea that, and it may be partially our fault that we talked about, you know, the that, that kids need to have a fun environment. They need to enjoy coming to the gym. Well, of course they do. You know, at the back when we started telling people that, um, it was, you know, we're trying to turn the hardcore, you know, boot fit, camp. camp kind of person into like, you know, hey, you can't just do that with kids. You got to have make it be fun. And and I think it became that became the primary focus when, like you say like look if the if parents walk in the gym and it doesn't look like it's, it's it's that you have a focus on kids that's going to be an instant turnoff to them and yeah. the, and the gyms that we have seen that have been the most successful the ones with 200 300 kids in their programs are the ones where you walk in the door and go like oh kids kids are a
1: priority, kids are a
0: priority here a
1: kids environment is a priority a welcoming and, environment
0: and then the secondarily th- secondary thing when you have programming that that provides continued progression across years and across biological, across biological developmental age groups and things like that. It takes care of this idea of discipline because they're, they're learning to work through long periods of time. And it, it also provides real access to, to mastery of skill. So in the the sense of like, if you're looking at the long term skill development, if you say I'm going to get kids upside down and have them handstand push up and, and do handstand walking, if, We throw them upside down and do handstand walking. It's a very limited skill that a few of them will learn. If, however, we start in the young age and we teach them how to, you know, how to activate their shoulders in the right positions, how to brace and how to do really great wall walk-ups, and then they move to learning to handstand hold and learning to do shoulder taps against the wall, and now we start to handstand walk, because we've taken this long walk toward the skill of handstand walking, they can now take that skill of handstand walking and do things that are more complex like spins and, you know, shoulder free hand, shoulder taps and, and, you know, obstacle courses and things like that. And that provides discipline because the kid has to, it provides long-term goal setting and it provides a true acquisition of skill. I would say, Jeff, just to continue what you were saying, that the programming it's even more important than just uh, going from
2: A to B to C, all the way to Z with the, with, with the, with the kid or the teen or uh, your client in general. Because if you have a structured program, you can show progression, you can show development. And for us as a business, the only way that you create value is to show development.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Can I use that clip in my sales talk? Because I, I can't. <laughs> just.
1: Yeah, you would be, be surprised how many gyms, and kids' gyms particularly, or people who are offering kids' programs, really just have their brand-new coach walk in, write in a, a kid's version of the adult thing on the board, and say, Go.
0: And don't understand why they're not. Oh, providing. and we'll do
1: something fun. Yeah,
0: we'll, and they don't understand why they're not why why they're not retaining their clients. And you know, and, and my expectation is you're going to do you're going to retain clients for long periods of time. So we had you know in our, in our, at Brand X, we had well over thirty kids who were with us longer than a decade. And Sorry. I think that part of that is providing new experiences and new places for kids to develop and and pathways for them to for long-term skill acquisition is is critical I think, anyway I, I expect great things out of Cristiano's gym
1: <laughs> Starling performance Starling performance
0: Starling performance yeah. Starling performance. Yeah, performance. Yeah, performance yeah so starting performance actually is the effort of a bunch of people I have to say that I'm extremely <laughs> grateful for everybody that has trusted me to this process starting from my administrative partner, Salim, my other partners, Damien and Alex, because they see me, well, as a crude deal, as a good coach, per se, and therefore, they see me also able to deliver to the team a good message, and therefore, they trusted me to literally, well, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I'm a migrant. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I literally came to Germany with 250 euros, which is $250. And from $250 to half a million gem in three years is a lot. So, And this is only happening because I have great, great people that, that are trusting in me, my partner Salem, and in our team, Melanie, Valim, Emine, you know, to to deliver a great job and literally to, to, to get back some love into society, you know what I mean? So yeah, this is what we we aim for. Yeah. To give back a little bit. And by giving by giving something of value you also have something of value back and this is how it goes and at least it's how we we envision the styling. So the whole idea of styling then, talking about the gym in specific is to have all the modalities of fitness in, in different stages. So we're talking about we're going to have a specific area for gymnastics and also the, the activities there as the workouts of the day, there will be a focus on gymnastics. We have a specific area for, for endurance or, or cardiovascular development with cardio machines. We have a specific place for weightlifting. We have a specific place for kids. <laughs> so, therefore, uh, we understand, or at least I, I understand, uh, and everybody around me got the vision of training like you should train or the pros train, which is one activity at the time, and the full development of the activity. You understand? So, this is for the older people and also for the kids in terms of development. The kids come and the kid will run in a treadmill, or we're gonna teach the kid to to roll, or if we're gonna... How safe is the environment around the kid, so the kid is not bumping into plates, dumbbells, and things like that. So how have you planned the, the environment to be safe for the, el- for the eldest person which is coming in, or the elder, or for the kid? And because in between doesn't really matter. If I go inside the box, doesn't really matter. Because if a 20-kilo plate falls into my feet, I'm going to have something bruised and that's it. But you can really seriously hurt somebody out of this in-between spectrum. Therefore, all these things we took into consideration in terms of building up our proposition. And yeah, I'm really, really happy to start the course with all the coaches. We're going to start in the end of July. I already agreed with Jeff.
1: That's exciting.
2: yeah, the basic training and we're going to start all the coaches together so we can do the the course together and we can give feedback to one one another and we can hold ourselves accountable and things like that. So yeah, I'm excited for the journey. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I like it.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to working with you and your team. I I I just have such great expectations of what this is, what this is going to be for your community, and then as you expand and take, over the, and take over the world, you know we want to be there to to, to watch and to and to help support.
1: You've um, never been to
0: Germany. I've never been to Germany. I would I would love to go to Germany. So uh, so
2: no, I would love. No, you guys are invited
0: now <laughs> now and forever. <laughs> yes. So, so it's been really great having me, having you with us. I'd like to revisit in about a year after you've opened, talk about what you've learned and, and yeah. um, see where you're at at that point. Thank you very much. Yeah. It will be, as always, a great, great pleasure.
2: And yeah, I still think before we finish, I know that we only have two minutes, just so everybody here listening know, when when the Jeff talked to me in the end of the course at Sweden, Jeff and Mickey gave me the, the certification so I could go and, and give the best for the, do the next course. I think two things, your attitude by, by doing that for me, gave me certainty that I should help those
3: kids. So thank you very much. And gave me the feeling that I was doing something good. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you for doing it. Uh, nah, yeah. Yes, I'll take that. Thank you very much. So gave me a really, really good feeling
1: that I was going the right path. So I'm extremely thankful to you too, guys. No joke. What? We, thank you. We felt well, lucky to yeah. meet you and be able to contribute to something that we would otherwise have no way of contributing to. And, and thank goodness for people like you.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for all you've done and all you're going to do. Yeah. We yes. appreciate uh, having you. We're, we're,
2: we're on the same boat, man. We're rowing yeah. the same direction. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome.
0: Great. Thank you for being on with us. We'll see you soon. Welcome to the
2: Athlete Coach Network a new connection-based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime, anywhere. You're an athlete and love to push yourself. Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflect the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network and welcome to the future of sports coaching.
0: That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.